Mess It Up podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's Biker Chick and the Bowtie Guy. Hey, welcome to the Mess It Up podcast. It's beautiful show number 51. Can you believe it? I can. I am the Bowtie Guy. And I am the Biker Chick. And we are here to help you take your mess and turn it into a message. Uh, here's the thing. I was thinking about that. And we talk about taking the mess, turning it into a message, and ask people to send in their messes so we can use them on the show. Right. And so far, we're not having to wade through a bunch of messes to try to find the one to pick to do because we're not getting it. So what we really want is for people to send us their stories because you've got stories out there, people, and people want to hear them. Um, I was talking to a guy in the prison a couple days ago. And he was mentioning his story and feeling like it didn't really apply to anybody. And they wouldn't have something to learn from his story. That's interesting. Yeah. And I said, the thing is, we can all learn from everybody's, everybody can learn from somebody's story. Right. Now, I can't, I might not learn something from every single story out there. Right. But there is nobody, not one single person that has a story that's not worth listening to for someone. Absolutely. It's just, it's critical, you know? And I, I was really, it, 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 it makes me sad when people think that their story is not worth it. Cause I remember my, my own wife, she thought, Oh, well, what's my story going to be? You know, it's just, I'm, I'm so, I've had such an easy life or whatever. And, and, and she didn't feel like it was worthwhile. And I remember when I was before all of my trouble, I was doing seminary classes and I thought to myself, all these pastors get up and talk about when they were down and out, when they were strung out or in a ditch drunk or whatever. And I was like, oh gosh, I don't have a story to use. And God was like, oh, okay. You want one? (laughs) That's what you really need. Now I'm not saying God, you know, did all that to me because pretty much that was Paul's choice. But Everybody's story is worth it. There's something that someone needs to hear. Even if you've had the most Pollyanna perfect of lives, someone needs to hear about that just to give them some hope that there is good out there. Um, So let us hear your your stories and send us your, your, you know, and you don't have to write out a long story, but just give us a brief story so then we can hook up with you and get you on the show. Uh, If you want to do that, send an email to uh, our intern, Dave. Hi, Dave. At... um, in. Info, Info at messituppodcast.com. <laughs> Absolutely. Or you can email me, bikerchick at messituppodcast.com. And I am bowtie guy Woo. at messituppodcast.com. I didn't think info was such a hard thing to say. But I didn't either. Did I mess you up by looking at the... It's different. It's different. We're sitting... We don't typically get this snuggly uh, in the studio. I can smell his breath. We're so close. Oh, yeah. Coffee? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And I don't normally get to see your phone lighting up all the time. I know. It's fantastic. I get a lot of phonage. Oh, yeah. That's phony. I'm a popular. She's a phony. Uh did you just do that on purpose? Just took a sip. I'm, I'm, t- I'm about to say something and then I'm going to take a drink. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that's how it works here. We, we, we don't always have things planned out super well, but we do um, roll with the punches. We do. Mm-hmm. It's part of it. So uh, this is the Lenten season in the Christian cal- uh, calendar. Yeah. Almost a catalog. Yep. In the Christian cal- calendar. And that's the time between... 
Easter and Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday, which is I I don't know. Is it Passover? Um, I'm, I'm not, not sure. sure. Why it starts wow. Honestly, yeah. Um, uh, send I'm, us your your information on why that is. Now I don't know if I should look at the camera or if I should look at you. Uh, it's crazy. So. <laughs> Christina is losing her cheese. Listen, I am lactose intolerant. You can't lose your cheese right in front of me, girl. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Pretty good. So anyhow, uh, I don't know why, but if you know why, send it to the emails that we uh, told you before and let us know why Ash Wednesday is Ash Wednesday and when it starts and whatnot. But it's basically, you know, we hear about Mardi Gras and that's Fat Tuesday and that's the last day before Lent. And traditionally, in more liturgical churches, you know, Lutherans and Catholics, Episcopalians, um, it's, they, it's traditional to give something up for the Lenten season, for those 40 uh-huh. days uh, prior to Easter. Do you give stuff up for Lent? Have I, you ever? I do not. And I have not. And is that because you don't uh, attend a, a church or belong to a church that participates in that? Or is it a Ooh. choice? So I was incorrect. Lent actually ends on Holy Saturday, not Easter Sunday. So is Holy Saturday, is that like bad Saturday between Good Friday and Easter? Is that Holy, Holy Saturday. Saturday? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they just call it the Lenten fast is, is that period. I'm, I'm doing a quick Google search. I wasn't Google prepared. Um, yeah. See, this is where intern Dave drops the ball, and it, it makes me glad that we don't pay him. Yeah, it's just called the the Lenten season. It looks like the Lenten fast is done during those that period. So I, I dated a Catholic girl in high school, and you know they participated that, and I always knew that during Lent they couldn't have meat on Friday. Right. I always had to have fish or something else. Right. And. Um, I used to give stuff up for Lent because when I grew up, we, we had a church and we were, uh, you know, Protestant, but it was whatever the, the Navy chaplain happened to be. So sometimes we were Lutheran, sometimes we we're Baptist. So sometimes we get a, a pastor that would roll through a, a chaplain that would roll through and be, um, of the Lenten variety. So we would give stuff up for Lent. Right. And I didn't understand why I was doing it necessarily. I, I just knew that that's what was going on, but didn't know why we would choose to give something up or make that sacrifice. But I've had a lot of friends who would talk about, oh, I'm not doing that because I'm, I'm giving that up for Lent. And what it does for me, that the idea of it I like is just, it helps me to focus on something else and, and giving up something like for me, well, I'm giving up doing laundry for Lent. No, because my wife, you know, is more Johnny or Janie, I guess, on the spot than I am. And she gets the laundry done before I even could. It's not that I don't want to. It's just that she's much better at that and faster at that. And she gets it done. So it's not a sacrifice for me to give up Lent. Or I, mean, uh, I guess if I didn't do laundry, give I'd up. be giving up Lent. Um, <laughs> For Lent, uh, but to give up something like that for Lent is not a huge deal. Right. Uh, I've had a lot of people when I worked at Starbucks. There were a lot of people who came in and they would switch their drink order up during Lent because, like, okay, I'm I'm giving up my latte for Lent. And, oh yeah, yeah. And that meant yeah. something to them because it was a yeah. you know part of the routine and whatnot. And that would be a big one for me if I gave up coffee. coffee. Uh, I've, I've known people who have, uh, given up uh, Facebook or social media or whatever for Lent. Right. Um, so what would you, if you were going to choose something to give up for Lent this year, what do you think you might choose to give up? Hmm. 
I have not even thought about it. That's why I threw it out there at you. I like, this is how, you know, fresh the show is. We don't know what we're doing. I think a really good fast that would turn me to God because I would think about the absence of this uh-huh. would be sugar. Ooh. Like, just try to eschew sugar everywhere or... Eschew! <laughs> <laughs> you did that when it was our word of the week, too. I did. Um... <clears throat> I forgot to tell them the word of the week. I'll have to get you back to did. that before they lambaste We me. are a train wreck um, today. So, um, would you give up all kinds of sugar and like try to like, okay, I'm Any not going to eat this. sugars. It, but just, mm-hmm. or added sugar. No, all, all processed sugar Okay, would be a good one. So like sweets and yeah, that kind of stuff. Or would you go hardcore and be like, okay, these chips have all these carbs in it. So that's sugar and I'm not doing chips. No, that's not sugar. Okay. It turns into okay, so so it'd be like no Twinkies. Yeah, no Twinkies, no energy drinks, mm-hmm. no mango loco, no sugar in my tea, no um, yeah, anything that's got added processed sugars in it. Yeah, if I if do... I were gonna give something up, I mean the go-to obvious one for me would be coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point it would have been Facebook, but I've been off. Facebook, for the most part, um, other than just doing stuff for the show for the better part of a year and a half now, and it hurt for a while, and now I I don't miss it. It's it's like my, you know, an ex-wife or something. It's like it hurt when it leaves, but now it's like I got a better one. Facebook would be an obvious one for me, but I have responsibilities online. I admin for a craft group, so I can't just be like, "Sorry, ladies, peace out, yo." You um, could. I could not. I couldn't do that. You could, but I they couldn't. wouldn't like it. We could always do anything. No. Like the cop puts the lights on and wants you to pull over. Don't, you don't have to don't, pull over. Don't don't play semantics right you just now have with to, me. You know, I just can't deal do with it. the game. Can't. Know. I'm defining can't under my own can't. Mm. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> this week on Mess It Up, Christina makes up words. I just make up definitions, not definitions. words, if you want to get sassy. Oh. <laughs> you know what? You could make up the definition. I can make up the word. Okay. All right. Do you want to, which goes first, the definition of the word? The word. Uh, Fargle. Well, excuse you. <laughs> so while we're speaking of words. Yeah. I'm going to roll back the train wreck. Yep. And I mean, it's only 10 and a half minutes in. Absolutely. And I'm going to tell them the word of the week. Okay. And then we'll get to the point of why we're talking about fast. Right. Right. Yes. We should probably fast me. Probably. <laughs> or fast forward. For at least six weeks. Yeah. But, uh. The word of the week is lambaste. Now, it is alternately said lambast, and it is spelled alternately with an E or without an E, but it is basically to just crush something verbally, uh, to really come down hard on something uh, like uh, I got lambasted by my teacher because I didn't have my homework done, or I got lambasted by my podcasting partner because I was a knucklehead. Right. Wow. You agreed too fast. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody believes it. No. Yeah. So that's our word of the week. Use it. Get bonus points. It is not what I thought it was. Oaxaca. Just so you know. What did you think it was? Because I can make up my own definition for that right. word. Right. What would it be? It would be like pouring butter over a piece of lamb. That's lamb basting. Yeah. That's now, ha- what if I would have gone with lambast? I can't say that on the air. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Or on the video. Or on the video. Yeah. So we keep on talking about the video. 
And we have uh, this thing called Patreon that people right. can uh, sponsor us on yep. for as little as a dollar a month. Yep. And we're putting up a video so people can watch the show uh, this week on our Patreon feed. So It's not awkward at all. Not at all. I didn't tell Christina we were doing this. And he knows I love surprises. So much. Yeah. Yeah. So anyhow. Paul's made me cry before. I know. Just so y'all know. Yeah. Changing things last minute does not work well with me. Yeah. It's uh, it, not... <laughs> pretty yeah and and here when you're like uh super codependent like i am and then you make your friend cry yep hurts yep hurts bad bad. oh my gosh it was it was like as awkward as having you know your grandma walk into the bathroom when you're going potty (laughs) you know it was it was not unawkward at all yeah. Anyway, why are we talking about fasting? Because I want to no fast clue. from this conversation. Yeah. So we were talking about the idea of fasting and, and why we fast. And that I think you brought it up the to help focus more on God. And right. when I would be doing this thing, I would I, I should focus on God instead. Uh, and I think it's just become so traditional. It's almost like Christmas is when you get gifts. It's not, you know contemplating and celebrating the birth of the Christ. Right. And I think that's the way the, the Lenten fast has gotten for me anyway. And it's just a societal thing like, oh, I'm giving that up for Lent. You would hear people joking, you know, I'm, I'm giving that up for Lent. Uh, I had one person say, oh, I'm giving up bacon for Lent. And I don't think they were spending any time focusing on Christ or God or anything like that. I think right. they were just like, okay, well, I'm Catholic, so I've got to give something up. So I'm going to pick something. Oh, I like bacon. All right, I'll do that. And then what winds up happening is then when Easter hits, then you have a big bacon party. So then you could just binge back on it, um, which I don't know if it really serves well, the purpose, the original purpose. I would say that would be in God's hand, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the people around that person to call them out on what fasting truly yeah. is meant for. But I think fasting is one of those disciplines that's just super personal and you've got to figure out what your fast looks like. You know, I, I hear a lot of people, I'm going to fast, you know, and pray and I've never done it. I fasted. I have, I've fasted off sugar. I've fasted off. I did a sugar fast for five days. Mm -hmm. Um, but I wasn't praying through it. So my understanding, let me backtrack. My understanding of fasting is you give something up. And when that, that void that is now there, because you have given that particular thing up, you pray, Mm -hmm. you get closer to God, you have him fill that void versus he went to take a drink and he looked at the camera. I am out of control with this camera thing. It is cracking me up. Um, I just see if my Starbucks logo was showing. I I was like, why is he looking at the camera (laughs) drinking? Um, so you fill that void with God and not whatever you're used to having there. And so it, right. it's supposed to refocus you. And uh, we're covering the different biblical disciplines for getting closer to God in my spiritual formation class that I'm taking right now. And so it's kind of a nice thing. We're getting a, a rough overview of what the intentions may be from one perspective on these different disciplines. So we just covered fasting. And when you talk about the intentions, you're talking about the original intentions, like why it was set down to do it or just the person's intentions as they come in, what, what their intention is in doing it. Supposedly the biblical intentions of what the disciplines were like in the Bible. Um, so what fasting, 
Holy cow, that just scared the living daylights out of me and probably every other listener yeah. that is... Decided not to take the phone call and I turned my phone to silent. We're going to have to have him edit that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so we're going over like what the original intent of the certain disciplines are, like why we pray, why we fast, why we right. journal. Journal's not a biblical discipline, but why we read the Bible, why we go to church, why we do those things. And so... It's been interesting to get this guy's interpretation. I never say it's, you know, this is the biblical way mm-hmm. when I'm reading a human written written book. Right. Because that's your interpretation of what you feel the Bible means. Right. Um, but we just did fasting. And so it's nice and fresh in your mind. So when you brought it up, I was like, yeah, let's do it. You know, because it's something that God was talking to me about yesterday. He wasn't like, Hey child, I think you should fast. But it was one of those things that was brought to mind and I was mulling it over and why you do it and what I should do and what that looks like. Um, so it's been pretty cool. It's funny that you brought it up cause it's so on point with where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to talk more about it, but I see our time is really rolling by. So I want to go into our song of the week uh, first. And our song of the week this week is a song, uh, Who You Say I Am by 10th Avenue North. 10th Avenue North. So we'll play this. We'll come back, talk about it, and then we'll get back to uh, our conversation on fasting. Sound good? Yeah. All right. I fear you Still I'm afraid to tell you All that I've done Are you done forgiving? Or can you look past my pretending? Lord, I'm so tired of defending What I've become have I become messes. Yeah. Apparently I don't know what I'm doing with my songs. I I looked at my list of songs of the week and I had this in here. And as soon as we stopped, Christina looks at me with the look that I often get from her, which is like, (laughs) what are you thinking? And, uh, it turns out, first of all, we have done who you say I am. Second of all, it's not a 10th Avenue North song. And third of all, we picked a different 10th Avenue North song that you just heard a part of. And that one is called times and it is from uh an album that's kind of an older album of theirs it's from back in 2008 i think we said Uh Uh, 2008 and it's called over and underneath and uh this song was just pretty fantastic so i was just like yeah we're gonna do this song i'd never heard it before such a pretty song oh it was gorgeous and 
the first thing that struck me about it was, you know, when we pull up the lyrics, Christina pulls up the lyrics on the phone and it just says, oh, 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 oh. And it sounds like a Cheerios commercial or something or a SpaghettiO or something like that. Uh, but as we're looking at the words to the song, I'm just getting knocked out by this concept of God loving us all the time. And in these different times that we think, or that I think, Maybe God's not so wild about me right now. Maybe, maybe I've found a way to shake myself loose of his grasp, his hug, his big old bare arms, and I've gotten loose. And, you know, just reading a song can be interesting because mm-hmm. there's a line that caught me. I was like, it says, and this is a song from God to us. It says, yes. my love is over. Now, if you leave it there, if you put a period right there, that's a little heretical <laughs> and a like, okay, I'm not sure I want to do this song. But then it goes on. It's underneath, inside, in between. It's right. everywhere. It's everywhere. Just everyone. I love that idea of, of God's love being over and then everywhere else. It that whole that whole last um I don't know what it's called, musical term. Yeah, that piece thingies. there. Yeah. The whole last part is just like the times that you're broken, the times that you mend, the times that you hate me, mm-hmm. and the times that you bend. I know there's been times where I've not been thrilled with what God is doing in my life or what I feel he's not doing in my life. Um, but I know that a lot of people struggle with anger towards God. And I love that it is addressed here mm-hmm. that, you know, even when you hate me, I yeah. love you. In your sorrow, in the weight of your shame, Ooh. I have been there Ooh. so many times. And Sometimes I feel so shameful that I, 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 I it's like a, a Garden of Eden moment where I'm trying to hide from the God who's everywhere because right. I, I'm so ashamed of what I've done. Um, but, you know, he says, my love will keep you, my power alone. There's nothing else that's going to do it. Not whatever it is that I was going to fast. Right. Not whatever it is that I can watch on the TV or see on, you know, the computer or anything like that. It's just... His power alone. And I love this too. I don't care where you fall, where you've been. I'll never forsake you. My love never ends. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, uh, man. That's good stuff. Yeah. And, and just everywhere I look at it, the, 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 one of the verses early on, it says, um, can you look past my pretending? Lord, I'm so tired of defending what I've become. What have I become? And just... I mean, it's like he was in my head at times of my life, right. pulling these things out. And I love it when people write a song out of a struggle. It's yes. not just like sitting around in some corporate office, like, okay, here's what we need, Charlie. We need a song that's going to be about, you know, God's love. <laughs> I love your voice, change. That, that well, that's my my corporate speak voice. I see that? Yeah, uh, but this, I, I would not be surprised if this person who wrote this song uh, and his name is Mike. Uh, Donahue, I would not be surprised if he's gone through some of this stuff and this is him working that out. This is him journaling, so to speak, in music uh, because it seems obvious to me that he's dealt with some stuff. Absolutely. And that God has dealt with it with him. And that's yep. just what a happy accident yes. this was. Yes. Man, I love that. So go check that song out. Send us your thoughts um, and send some songs because obviously I do a bad job picking them so yeah, I need to I'm have, have uh, to, uh, pick up your slack here Mr. yeah people send them some songs I, you know what I'm gonna do what are you gonna do I'm gonna call someone out right now 
And I'm going to say, listener Dan in Portland, I want you to send us a song to do. And please don't send a Gaither Brothers song. Uh, we, we don't want to do the Gaithers necessarily. But listener Dan, I know you're up for it. Send us a song. I look forward to the song you're going to send us. So uh, we are, we turned off the cameras for the second uh part of the show, which is probably a good thing because both of us are alternately yawning. Right. And be like, wow, we're so bored with our own show, we can't stand it. No. But we were talking about fasting yep. and and Lent, but, but the idea of fasting, I have a friend, Jeff, who fasts frequently, not frequently like he's always fasting, but... Um, not so infrequently that it's like once a year. He fasts several times during the year for a period of time. And he does it in a biblical sense where he'll do it and he spends the time that he would have been spending eating. He spends that time praying. Right. And I've always wanted to do that. And I have such a hard time with uh, giving up food because I love food so much that I don't do it. But what I did do uh, several years ago was I went on what I called a negativity fast. Oh. And I decided I was not, and this is when I was very active on Facebook. I was so frustrated with all the garbage going on in Facebook that I just said, you know what? Negativity fast. I'm not going to put anything negative on my Facebook feed. And when people do it, I'm going to call them out if they've agreed to be on the negativity fast. So I challenged the people who were my friends on Facebook to go on a negativity fast with me and see how long they could last. You know, maybe it's just who I choose to follow on Facebook, but I have a very positive feed. I don't have negativity in my Facebook. Um, I have, when I was active, I had some people who were very alternately opinionated to each other. So you have an unfollow button, right? Right. But um, mostly what I wanted to do on Facebook was put up pictures of my vacations and right. see their pictures. So I knew going in that these people were abrasive people. So they're not doing it just for Facebook. They're a little bit abrasive everywhere. Right. Um, and that's just how I am. And uh I actually got one of them to go on a negativity fast. Wow! And and see the difference now over time. Right back to normal. It, it you know they we revert back to our our default behavior quite frequently. Right. And, and they did as well. But I think for me, that's something that I really I need to do because I can be super positive, but I can be snarky, mm. and and have the negativity come in that way or um, little you know, high and mighty, like, right. oh, do you really think that? Or, oh, I know you think this, That's but, so Paul right now. but whatever, you know, and, and just, you know, be self-righteous about my right. own thoughts, beliefs, opinions. That's where my negativity comes in. I'm not going to be in your face. I'm going to be passively aggressive, negative on you. I uh, see you. I see is, you. Is not a good thing. Right. So um, I think I'm going to reinstate my negativity fast. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to like, you know, for Easter, come in, storm, throw the doors to the church open. All right, listen here, people. I've been holding back for a while and I've got some stuff to say. That's right. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to try to keep that negativity fast going and let it be, become part of my life. Uh, just non-negative. Um and I, I just need to check myself because I, I do. I'll, I'll just tend to get with someone and 
you know, know that they'll agree with me. Right. Like, oh man, can you believe what a turkey Sally's been? Oh yeah, Sally, yeah. She's been a turkey and, uh, you know, it's not, not a good representation of, of what I want. I mean, we talked in the prison Monday, we were talking about what we want people to, you know, what our, our impact would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we were gone, what would people think? And what is our, not our legacy per se, but kind of that way. And I said, I want people to look at my body of evidence and know without a doubt that I'm a Christian. That's the first thing I want to come off there. I don't, you know, it's great if they know that I love my family. It's great if they know that uh, I, I, I did ministry. It's great if they know that I was into recovery, but I want them to know I'm a Christian. I want there to be evidence to, without a doubt, convict me immediately. I mean, the jury doesn't even have to leave the room. They're just like, yeah, we're on it. Right. Uh, so being, being snarky like that is not something that's going to make people convinced that I'm a Christian. Although Very true. maybe it will <laughs> be that Christian that, that we don't, uh, yeah, love that, so much that one. Yeah. Uh, just for a fun, uh, thing. I did this at a conference one time. Uh, everybody pull out your, your, your devices and Google Christians are. Oh yeah. Do this right now. I'm going to, I'm going to do this for you so you can see what happens here, but I, I encourage you to do this Christians. And then Christina, will you do Christ is, or Jesus is Christians are. So we're going to go here. Christians are. And it says here, uh, aren't Christians responsible for most wars? Uh, Did it work, though? Eight I... sins Christians are starting. They don't do the suggested things that they used to do. It looks like they may have. Yeah, they do. Mine didn't get, I didn't get the suggestions. It should be there because mine's coming up. Yeah, I didn't get. I didn't get those, but they're usually huh. not very positive. But what happens uh, if you put uh, Christ is or well, Jesus is? I put is. Jesus is and I got Lord and I got love. Yeah. And I got Jesus is calling. A lot more positive things. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm weird. It's weird and that it didn't come up. Christians the are. Christians should get the same Google that Jesus does if we're really Christians. Otherwise, we're we're millions. And uh, we have Christ as like a, a cute mascot to put on our bumper stickers. Clever sayings. Bless you in advance, young lady. I am not going to sneeze on gonna the radio. It. She's going she's gonna to power through it. I am. Well, speaking of powering through, we have powered through another half hour of these people's lives. Uh, at the time that you are listening to this, I am possibly looking at my brand new baby granddaughter. Uh, so I'm taking off for a week to go up to uh, beautiful Utah and see my granddaughter, Nora. So I'm really excited about that. And uh, I will be back next week, though for another show. So, uh, until that time, you know, keep on messing it up. We talked earlier about Patreon and we said that we had the video camera for our Patreon, uh, subscribers. And what Patreon is, it's a, a really neat platform that they've made where they allow people to sponsor the arts. And so we're a podcast. So we went on Patreon, set up our Patreon page. So if you go to Patreon, that's P A T R E O N patreon.com slash mess it up 
you can see our page and you can sponsor us for a dollar a month or five dollars a month or ten dollars a month or twenty five dollars a month uh, depending on what level you sponsor us at we have some uh, gifts for you we have window stickers uh, some cool shop rags with uh, our, our logo on it and then we have t-shirts as well and we're going to start uh, having more merchandise for sale and uh, for availability on the Patreon thing as we get our act more and more together. Uh, but go there and, and for as little as a dollar a month, you can just help us do the show. You can make it so that instead of trying to be out today, I was laying blocks. Uh, and, and instead of laying blocks, I'd love to be in front of a microphone uh, recording more shows for you, doing research. So help us out by going to Patreon and, and consider sponsoring us. Absolutely. And then we are also on the internet in different places. We have a Twitter account that we try to post some things on every once in a while, some interesting stuff or some funny things. Tweet. just And did you love last week's show with the birds tweeting? I said we should have done a lot more tweeting while we were doing the show. Yes. It would have been fun. Yes. Uh, at some point, I'll probably live tweet a show. That that might be That'd a, be a cool. fun thing to yeah. do. And then um, we have uh, Instagram. Uh -huh. where we put some uh, some fun pictures up. And then we're also on Facebook. And Facebook is where I usually post that the new show is up and do stuff. Uh, interact with us. Send us email. Uh, follow us on these different accounts like us. You can also go and find the podcast on iTunes. We are on Spotify. We're on the TuneIn app. And we're also on SoundCloud. And what really helps people to find the podcast so we can get new listeners is if you will rate the show on those different platforms, uh, subscribe to the show, uh, of course, and then also leave us a, uh, a review so you can let people know what you think about the show. And that helps out so that new listeners can find us all the time because we want to get the, uh, the word about messes out to as many people as possible. So I think... We got all the bases covered? I think you did. Does it feel that way to you? Yeah. Awesome. Right now I'm getting the time to be done talking. Oh, <laughs> look. Uh, so I'm going to be done talking. Uh, next time I talk to you folks, I will probably have seen my granddaughter. I will also have been on a or recorded a podcast up in Utah called um, Unafraid, Unashamed uh, podcast. And uh, that show will be coming out at some point, uh, but I'm going to record it um in early April, and it should be out soon after that. So, and we'll put it on the Facebook page. We'll yeah. put it out so that you guys can uh, have access, easy yeah. access to and it. And that's uh, listener Stephen uh, has me, uh, or you know, he listens. We had him on the podcast, and so this is return uh, visit while I go up there. So, anyhow, should be fun. Thanks for being you guys. Thanks for putting up with all the long, boring talk, and uh, we will catch you next time. Oh, happy April Fool's Day yesterday, by the way. Maybe that's why I gave the wrong song. That's what it is. Yeah. And can I say it? Uh-huh. Can I say happy anniversary? Aw, to who? You. And? Bevy. Listener Bev in California. Yeah. The big 24. We, uh, we had our 24th wedding anniversary on April 1st. So that's super exciting. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again next time when we mess it up. Take it easy. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. <laughs>